Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Aliens, Antichrist, and the False Prophet. You know, I've been doing these meetings, these programs, these guest speakers, all this Bible prophecy for 40 years and for now 29 years on a full-time basis. What I'm about to bring you today is some of the most important information I've ran across. As a matter of fact, I would say this, in the last 30 days, I think I've got more information, more very, very valuable information than I've got in a long time. I was there in the days of Y2K when everybody was expecting the computers to stop working, but there was absolutely no one getting any dreams or visions. No one was getting any kind of warning that there's going to be a problem, and it turned out not to be a problem. But to the opposite, now I am shocked to see how many dreams are vision and visions are coming in from people all over. <laughs> They're not even normally prophets, many of them. Well, this is really important today. Now, I have to cover two scriptures or two groups of scriptures before we get into it so that when I get there, you'll get the wow because this has got some wows in it. This one, I probably should have the word important in the title because this is really important. So, 2 Thessalonians 2.2. This is Paul speaking. He's warning the Thessalonians. He said, don't be soon shaken or mind or troubled whether by spirit or word. Don't let anybody deceive you because that day is not going to come. The Antichrist is not going to come. Jesus is not going to come until, this is what he's saying, except there come a falling away first. Now, the pre-tribbers want to say, oh, no, 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 that, that's not falling away. That's, that's the catching away. That's the taking away. Nah, no, sorry. If you look up that word in the Hebrew, it is actually uh, apostasia, which means a falling war, a defection from the truth. In other words, there'll be a time when many people will walk away from Jesus. Now, what's going to cause that giant around the globe, all in unison, walking away from Jesus? What could possibly cause that? Today, I've often, for years, thought this and said this. But now I have confirmation. We now know what is going to cause. I know. I know. What I'm about to say is difficult. It's about to cause a lot of good Christians to walk away from Jesus. This will cause. I'm not talking about the sinners. I'm not talking about the world. I'm talking about Christians that consider themselves good Christians. This is going to cause them to walk away from Jesus. No, no, never happened. It. Wait a minute. The Bible, there, look, read it. It says that there will come a falling away first, and the man of sin will be revealed, the son of perdition. Now, son of perdition, the word perdition means eternal torment, eternal fire, total, total 100% pain for all eternity. That's what perdition is. So he is assigned to be burning in hell in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone for all eternity. That's what perdition is. So it's saying that Jesus is not going to come until there's a falling away, until the Antichrist is revealed and and the the son of perdition. It goes on to say, who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God. There it is. That's part of the big deception. He, as God, sat in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. He's not only going to say he's God, but also the false prophet and also the image of the beast, which we just learned yesterday, got confirmation that it is a half-human, half-robot. 
just like we've been thinking for a long time. Now, let's go on. Then shall the wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. That's the morning star where he goes, okay? And shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. That's the morning star, the light sword. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. Now, look at this. If you don't want to be deceived, oh, no, I wouldn't be deceived. I mean, I mean I've mean, i been a Christian for a long time. I've been going to church a long time. I read a Bible. Yeah, wait a minute. Bible says that if it were possible, it would deceive even the very elect. Are you the elect? I'm the elect. Okay, so if we're the elect, it means it's got our number. We are going to have the biggest. Why do you think the overcomers get the, the very best blessings in heaven? Because they see the beast, they hear the beast, but they resist the beast. I'm telling you, it is not going to be easy. Many, I might even say most, really, Stan, really? I mean, you're talking over 51% of the Christians may fall away from this? Yeah, because they aren't grounded in the Word. They don't have their roots down deep so that when the wind blows, when the rain comes, their house doesn't fall. All power of signs and lying wonders... Now, look at these next words. All deceivable, deceivable, it's even hard to say, all deceivableness of unrighteousness. What's that mean? It means that sin is sometimes fun. Sin is sometimes better than righteousness to the flesh. All deceivableness and unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, because they wouldn't receive Jesus, they wouldn't receive his blood, they wouldn't understand his sacrifice, they don't want to hear that, they don't want to go to church, they don't want to read the Bible, they don't want to have any of that. For this cause, God will send them a strong delusion. This deception coming, it's not from Lucifer, it's from God. God sends it because for 2,000 years, he has offered his best sacrifice, his un, one and only son, and people have stuck their eye in the eye, their, their finger in the eye of God. They have refused his great sacrifice. So he says, okay, you don't want to believe the truth. I'll send you what you want to hear, a lie. And you'll believe that and you'll be damned. That's what he's saying. You wouldn't receive the truth. I've been trying to tell you the truth for 2,000 years. You wouldn't receive it. Now, let me say something else. For your own soul and before Jesus, all of the other people that you know, it's very important. You send this one out to them. Oh, they won't believe this. That's not your responsibility. They won't receive this. They'll look at me like I'm some kind of a knucklehead. That's not your problem. Your problem is simply if you believe it's true, then you send it out to your friends, neighbors, relatives. You send it to anyone that you question whether they can make it through the test. And that means you better send it to most of them, and including your pastor. That they might all be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. They actually prefer unrighteous living. Now, here's the point of the day. You recall, September 19th, we had 400 people attend a solemn September assembly. This is going to be important here in just a second. This is about to drop your mouth open. October 31, 2020, 160 people came to another solemn October assembly. September 6, 2021, we had about 200 people come. And here's what we did, in case you weren't there. For 48 hours, right through the night, we kept that microphone going. Every five minutes, you couldn't pray longer than five minutes. I mean, literally, a bell would ring. But every five minutes, we rotated. And for 48 straight hours, we had people come from all over the nation, some even from outside of the United States, to come. And we fasted. 
And we prayed for 48 hours, three times. And by the way, I would have, I already had one scheduled for this coming September, but Coverstone, uh, in so many words, said he had a dream where the angel came to him and he said, do not go to Dallas in September. If you go, they'll kill you. I'm not kidding. I've read the whole thing on a past program. But what I'm trying to say is, as a matter of fact, it was Chris Reed at the end of where the angel came to him this last time. He said, your prayers do not return void. What he's trying to say is our prayers are mighty. They're mighty before God. They do not fall to the ground. They make it to the throne room, and they are tearing up the devil. I'm about to show you that. All right, now, here, let's get on. 5-1 of 21. Now, this is important. Notice that date. Now, look at 5-1-21. You look at these dates. That means that two of those solemn assemblies took place before she was given this dream vision. That's important. It's about to be a wow. Your mouth is about to drop open. So she says, I dreamed the same dream three times. This is Vicky Goforth Parnell. She says, in the dream, I'm standing in a field. Now, yes, this is summarized for flow. I'm standing in a field, yet also standing in a city and various other places simultaneously across our nation around the globe. It's a runway clearing near an airport in Houston, Texas. I see a silverish white ship floating in the air, the shape of a half six-sided hexagon. Now, so what is the strong delusion? Well, the ultimate strong delusion is the Antichrist himself. But part of that strong delusion is these aliens, these this fantastic advanced technology, uh, anti-gravity, flying saucers, uh, things like that. And, and I'm telling you, it, they are going to come forth. They will, I'm talking about aliens, aliens and spaceships will come and come down and say, here we are, we're your friends, we're here to help mankind. That is a large part, but not all of, that is a large part of the great deception that's coming. So she sees a silverish white ship floating in the air in the shape of a half six-sided hexagon. It begins moving straight upward into the sky. I see it in the field, into the city, happening simultaneously, simultaneously, you got to get this, important, simultaneously across all of our nation, possibly around the world. I can tell you right now it's going to be around the world. Okay, now I, I put part of this in my book, Miss the Mark. This is part of the deception I talked about in that book. As I watch the one in the field fade out of view, I hear the words, the great delusion, they have arrived. I believe this of God. This little gal, Vicki Parnell, has been hearing some really, really powerful and important things. And you can't make this stuff up, even if you want to. And besides that, when you say an angel comes to you with this this important message, if you're lying, you don't live long. You don't lie about stuff like this. So she hears a voice, says, a great delusion. They have arrived. So it's telling you that here very soon, aliens, spaceships will come down out of the sky, open up the door and say, here we are. And then the big deception begins. She's going to tell you what the deception is. The scene changes. I see clusters of unusual buildings in multiple locations all joined together, all underground. We've been talking about this. This is where the Moloch and Ball worshipers are. This is where the evil of the evil of the evil, evil, evil do all of their secret meetings. 
There are buildings upon buildings all connected together. I start traveling, seeing inside each of them. Some are barracks and bathrooms, dining halls. I see huge kitchens. I start speedily passing through room after room, one by one, I zoom by. I realize that there are specific rooms I'm supposed to see. I'm shown rooms after rooms, all filled with advanced scientific equipment. All right, hang on. How come they wanted to build the Tower of Babel? It wasn't because they were trying to build a real tall building to be taller than the tallest building on earth. No, because they took bricks and they burned them thoroughly. What happens when you take uh, certain kinds of sand and you burn it thoroughly? It turns to crystal. So what they were doing is building a giant crystal, probably in the shape of a pyramid. And the reason God confounded their languages because he said if he didn't, then nothing would be impossible to them meaning that they would be able to hear from these guys, these demons, and get all of their advanced technology. See, that's what Adam and Eve wanted in the Garden of Eden. That's the reason they ate of the fruit, because it was the, tree, it was the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's not just that they could see good and evil. They wanted knowledge. I mean, even as said, where Eve said she saw the fruit that it was good for wisdom, for knowledge. So mankind is still seeking after that knowledge. And as a result, we want to use that knowledge so that we can make everybody not have to work? No. So we can make everybody happy and everybody is all taken care of? No. So that we can kill other people. That's what we, whatever the technology is, at the end of the day, it gets wound up used to be killing one another. Let's go on. I'm shown room after room all filled with advanced scientific equipment. Laboratories. Testing sites, some with doors marked, warning, biohazards, entered with caution. Now, I can't prove it, but my guess is this little V that was released here about 18 months ago, man-made, man-released, on purpose. Somehow they have control over it. Who, where, yeah, they have control. Let's go on. I see a clear rectangular incubator with round openings with hand inserts, you know, where you put your hand in into a glove hand inserts into the gloves to touch things inside. This is a secret underground facility making biological warfare weapons. Soon, these will be powerful as the nuclear weapons without the radiation fallout. I'm taken to large stand-up refrigerators and freezers with glass doors. Inside are containers marked biohazard. This is a great place of evil. My hands, my eyes start traveling to a set of vaulted doors, yet... I easily through the, see through these doors. Inside, I, I'm shown advanced technology, far beyond what an average person could begin to comprehend. Most, I'm incapable of even describing. In other words, she was shown technology. Probably if you and I were shown it, we'd sit there with our mouth open and say, I don't know what it is. I don't even know. Okay, Way beyond what we can possibly think of. Most, I'm incapable of describing. And others are used for pleasure like a super-duper hoverboard that lets you ride silently or slightly off the ground, kind of like in that uh, Back to the Future movie. Remember that guy that had a hoverboard? Okay, So she's seeing several different kinds of meaning. A lot of the things we saw in the movies that we thought, oh, that's all just science fiction. No, it's not just science fiction. Somebody someplace actually has that. I see a larger a larger board, I think is what she said, one that can soar high in the air, 
loaded with unnameable weapons. One was like the glider of the Green Goblin rode in the Spider-Man movie, only this one was far more advanced, with weapons and technology far beyond what anyone could possibly dream of. I was shown rooms after rooms filled with devices of technological advances beyond what I can describe. Each room was massive. I traveled through at least 200 such rooms. Imagine that. 200 rooms filled with technological breakthroughs that we couldn't even dream of. Okay. I traveled through at least 200 such rooms. This technology will be released slowly to the public every day. People. Now, why? Why would they release such technology to the world? Why do you think that they have suppressed over 6,000 patents that would, I mean, like free energy? Yeah, probably real. I can't prove it, but probably real. Uh, Anti gravity. I mean, I've heard the story, and you probably have too, about how there was a guy that invented a carburetor that would get 160 miles a gallon. All kinds of amazing. To, why was it suppressed? I'll tell you why. Because when these guys come down out of the sky in their spaceships and they're going to say, we're from another planet, we are here to help you, and then they start handing out all of this advanced technology and most people are going to swallow it, hook, hook, line, and sinker. They're going to say, oh, yeah, well, this is great. I mean, they have a med bed. It can fix anything in your body. They have hoverboards. They have anti-gravity. I mean, no more uh, too hot, too cold. I mean, just fixing all kinds of things. This is proving that we have the truth. And by the way, this guy, Jesus, you know, that, that's all a myth. You know, we were the ones that just seeded you on the earth. We're actually your creators of this Jesus stuff. That's all a myth. That's what they're going to say. How many people will be deceived by that? Answer is most of them. We have to have our roots deep in the rock, my brothers and sisters. When they start pulling at this high technology, we have to say, wait a minute, my God's angels don't need any of that technology. They can fly through space and time at the speed of thought, and they don't have to have any kind of a, an object to do it. I'm shown a cluster of council rooms for gatherings of great men and women of the world joined into one massive building, technically. I entered a meeting room with a long brown table that would seat 12 people on each side. Okay, so what is that? 12 people on each side, that would be like the 24 elders. Okay, in other words, probably this is where the 24 evil elders sat. Three people were at the end of the table. Two were large, impressive people towering over a lone male military officer in charge of all our military on earth. The two other people were giants, a man and a woman. The man was muscular in jeans and t-shirt and some type of jacket with a strange marking on it. Then I hear the words from above, ancient writings of old, the language of the fallen ones. Did you catch that? So we've got a military guy that's in charge of all military on earth. We've got two other aliens, fallen ones, demons is what they really are. But they're not just spirits. They're actually in the flesh. And written on there is something she can't recognize. She hears that God answers what it is. It's an ancient language, an ancient language of the fallen ones. What did Jesus say? As in the days of Noah, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be? What were going on in the days of Noah? Well, you go back to Genesis 6. The sons of God came down mated with the daughters of men. 
And there were giants in the earth in those days, and the offsprings were mighty men of old, men of renown. Now that word in old in Hebrew is they did not die. They were eternal. These people, these fallen ones, they don't die. I mean, I suppose they can be killed, but like one of the other uh, dreams a guy had said, you had to hit them in the head with a headshot, basically blow their head off to kill them. Other than that, they just healed back up instantly. Now, let's go on. Which, by the way, remember there's another scripture that says that in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, but God, but death shall flee from them. Okay? That's in our Bible, and that's in Revelation. That's yet in the future, and it is coming. So don't think this is foolishness. Don't turn this off saying, oh, this is rubbish. <laughs> You'll be making a big mistake. The woman was a fiery redhead with shoulder-length hair about three feet taller than the military man, and the giant was about another three inches taller than the woman. Her skin was fair-colored with rose-colored lips. She wore no makeup, yet she was attractive in the face. She had a stern look. Her eyes were cold and calculating. Her eyes were a steely grayish blue that shined with intelligence, but I felt great evil in her and the man beside her. She wore a white zip-up type jumpsuit with a patch on it with the same writing that was on his jacket, but I was located just above her. That was just located just above her heart. The man had dark haired to the nap of his neck and a short ponytail. His skin, skin was of a darker complexion, and they were all three involved in a deep conversation. The woman said, the dark lords are not happy. Now we're coming up to the part that I'm going to laugh at because I think you and I are a part of this. The woman said, the dark lords are not happy. The deal for centuries was that we will give you our technology and knowledge and you follow our instructions for your nation to help bring, in, bring, bring about the ascension of our beloved master Lucifer's, Lucifer's man of sin or the Antichrist. Now that was real important what was said. Uh, you remember um, Eisenhower, it was, or was it Truman? It was Eisenhower. Was reportedly, anyway, the president of the day, reportedly a UFO came down and they actually met and they made a deal. And the deal was, reportedly, uh, you let us abduct your people. We won't hurt them, they said, but they did. And we'll give you high technology. Well, that really wasn't the deal. She's really telling the real deal here. This is what mankind has sold their soul to the devil to get. What? Technology. Look at what it says. The dark, dark lords are not happy. The deal for centuries was that we would give you our technology and knowledge, and you follow our instructions for your nature, nation to help bring about the ascension. What is the ascension? It's not coming down. It's rising up. Remember I said the beast uh, is currently falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. Nebuchadnezzar, he will come up out of that pit and he will become the Antichrist. Follow instructions for a nation to bring about the ascension of our beloved master Lucifer's man of sin. He should be called and known as Antichrist to our enemy, but as the supreme ruler to others of your world, Father is not pleased with these delays. Delays? What delays? Well, remember we just read about that. Remember uh, Maurice Scalar saw in the courtroom of heaven that they had a meeting with the courtroom of heaven back in 2015, and an extension was given. And then when Maurice Scalar went there, this was 2018, and it was decided that there was going to be another extension given, and Maurice 
was was did, did not release. But many people have guessed that it would be in about another three years. And sure enough, about another three years later is like on about right now. Okay, so and what they're saying is that there's there's been some delays. I remember back in 2015, I mean, all the prophets, all the prophecies coming in. Oh, this summer, this summer, it's coming, this summer, it's coming. I mean, and then nothing. People got, ah, false prophet. No, it was extended time. We should be happy for that. It was a delay, and we should be happy for that delay. I'm happy for the delay. I don't want to see these things come to pass just so we can say, oh, I told you, I heard from God. That's silliness. That's foolishness. That's childish. Let's go on. The military man was visibly shaken at just the mention of the Dark Lords, but he stood firmly before them and said, Oh, look at this. Your mouth is about to drop open. We could not have foreseen that these Jesus worshippers, these Christians, he uttered in disgust, would rise up and begin praying again. What happened? Well, I'm not going to sit here and be so arrogant to say it was nothing but our solemn September assemblies. I think it was all of them, all in September, uh, starting in 2020, and also again in 2021, those solemn September assemblies, and there was many other Christians across the nation that started praying. And as a result, God extended our time. Now, let's go on. We could not have foreseen that these Jesus worshipers, these Christians, he who are uttered in disgust, would rise up and begin praying again. Now, I'm pleased to know that I was a part of that. And I think you're, which, by the way, that's why you want to join Fast Gap, so you can be a part of fasting and praying for our nation. Prophecyclub.com, join Fast Gap. This is where every Tuesday evening at midnight till 4 p.m. on Wednesday, we fast and we pray. We all pray the same prayer. And so if you want to join it, go to prophecyclub.com, slide down. Now, if you want to join Fast Track, that's praying for Prophecy Club. If you want to join Fast Gap, that's praying for America. Both of them are fasting. It's the same fast, and it's okay to join both of them. Prophecyclub.com, Fast Track. Fast gap. Now let's back to it. We could not have foreseen that these Jesus worshipers, these Christians, he uttered in disgust, would rise up and begin praying again. For when we implemented your plans and strategies just as you had instructed us to do, in exchange for this Nephilim technology and knowledge, they should have given up by now and remained complacent and asleep in their happy little services, with their many activities drawing them away from this Jesus, the deceiver. What's it saying? It's saying that America woke up to a certain degree and started praying and messed up their plans. And we got a couple of delays. But now, according to, what, here a week ago, Vicky Parnell had the angel Gabriel visitor with a scroll saying, hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. The time has now been cut short and has now started. No more delays. Let's go on. Fools, the woman screamed. Did we not warn you that if you're not careful, you would stir some of them back to life? Then she cursed. And those words I won't write down. Yes, yes, you did, Serena. So this Nephilim's name was Serena. I heard the military man say, please forgive us, but, but how do we keep them from receiving these dreams and visions like Coverstone? Not only Coverstone, but I mean, he's one of the primary ones getting us to fast and pray and telling us what's going on. So don't you dare. Don't you dare criticize one of these brothers in the Lord that or sisters of the Lord that have kept their life clean enough to hear from God to get warnings. I appreciate the warning. 
But how do we keep them from receiving these dreams and visions sent down from their false god Jehovah? Angrily, she asked, well, how are the gene therapy experiments coming? Gene therapy experiments? Gene, okay, what, what's gene therapy? It means that they're trying to change our genes. Now, think about this. If they change our genes, then are we still 100% human? And if we're not 100% human, are we still made in the image of God? I remember that uh, so I, I heard about these med beds, you know, where you can get them and lay down, and three minutes later it can fix anything in your body. I mean, even to the point where it give you eternal life. And I was thinking, hey, you know, I got some teeth that fell out. I got pulled. I mean, I like to have some things fixed, right? Okay. Uh, man, as soon as he said that, I mean, like God screamed at me and said, no, do not get in that med bed. If you get in that med bed, it will change your DNA and you will lose your salvation. Well, I don't want to hear that. But I'm telling you, this technology that's coming, not good. A lot, a lot of it will seem good, but the whole point is to get us to trust these aliens. They're about to show up. Anyway, let's go on. Yes, yes, you did, Serene. I heard the military man say, please forgive us, but how do we keep them from receiving these dreams and visions sent by, down, down, down from their false god Jehovah? Angrily, she asked, how are the gene therapy experiments coming? Does this not do exactly what we told you would do? What do you think they're talking about? Hmm. I think I know. I think it's the anti-V that millions of people took. Now, I don't know what it is in that, and I don't know, and I don't think anybody really totally knows yet. All I know is it's not good, and I don't have anything to do with it. Does this not exactly do what we told you it would do? Yes, Serene, it has. It has far exceeded our greatest expectations. Again, I began moving into their areas joined by these concrete walls. I see, or these hallways, I could see through the walls of a huge laboratory. I could see many giants, both male and female, sitting in chairs, some are having blood withdrawn by human scientists, biologists, medical doctors, specialists in genetics. Fifteen to twenty of these giants give blood or tissue samples. Why are they giving blood and tissue samples? Because they're trying to inject it into you and me so that they can make us not 100% made in the image of God. Pretty slick way to cause us to lose our salvation. Now, I'm not saying if you got the anti-V, you lose your salvation. I don't know. All I know is I don't want it. Then I hear the words, the great delusion. It has already begun. Sampled, not quite human, synthesized, separated, separated, and now completely alien. See how easily man is deceived. Let's read it again. Is that saying that somehow the plan is to change our DNA from 100% made in the image of man into something else? I think so. Then I hear these words, the great delusion. It has already begun. Samples, meaning human blood and tissue samples. Samples, not quite human. Synthesized, separated, and now completely alien. See how easily man is deceived. So they're trying to change our DNA, my brothers and sisters. Mark my word. I'm taken to another room and shown a map of locations where the Nephilim have been hidden for many centuries. This map says 
Nephilim habitation locations, and I see a bright red X marks on this world map. I can say no more of this part of the dream, so she's not going to tell us where they're located. Then I start traveling down a very, very long, narrow hallway. The floor has burgundy carpet, black specks all over it. Mounted on the side of the walls are black and white 8 by 10 portraits. They're of leaders, dignitaries, royalty, business people, including both the rich and the poor. These people made the deal with the devil, with the Nephilim. They're in league with those whose goal it is to destroy mankind, God's most beloved creation. I see faces are recognized from history, but most of them I don't recognize. I start accelerating past the pictures. Finally, they become a blur, and it seems as if this hallway is never going to end. Finally, abruptly, I stop, and I hear the words, look and see. I see both. I shouldn't say those words. I'll say, uh... Hmm, how can I do this? H, C, and B, C. You can stop and look at the words. Also, Vladimir Putin, England's royalty and rulers of China, past and present. I shouldn't say these words either. And I see B, G, and his wife. I see J, B, and I see K, H. I see M, O, but then I see B, O. And his name or his frame is gold. All the rest of them are not gold. His is gold. I'm thinking, so... Why is his in a golden frame? The voice answers and says, Because, child, he has done more to aid in the rise of Antichrist than any other person. He is and was a forerunner for the man you know as Antichrist. Hmm. I know a lot of us have thought that. I finally reach the end of the hallway. There's a large, full-color painting in the gold frame. The man with dark hair, tannish skin, slightly lighter than I've seen before, wearing an expensive dark blue silk business suit, double-breasted with a black shirt and black and blue silk tie. He is wearing shiny black shoes and is standing against an expensive and intricately carved table on the right of him. A light-colored arm of a sofa or love seat is showing on the left. Not far from his location, his arms are folded in front of him, and he is smiling pleasantly to, to deceive the people. But his eyes betray him and reveal the evilness inside him. Underneath, in the bottom of the frame, is a plaque engraved with his name saying, Blank, the man of the hour. Oh, wouldn't you like to know that name? I can't tell you how many times I've prayed to know the name of the Antichrist, know what nation he comes from, what bloodline he comes from. I really want to know that. On the left, next to that picture... On a little black wrought iron stand that comes up to the level just above the bottom of the Antichrist picture frame sets one more black and white picture. But this picture frame is silver. In it is the image of a man I cannot reveal, and below his picture is a small silver plaque saying, Unifier of the Church, the Chosen Prophet, meaning this is the false prophet. So she has been shown a picture of the Antichrist, his name. She has been shown a picture of the false prophet. It didn't give his name. It just said unifier of the church, the chosen prophet. Now, what does that mean, unifier of the church? Well, it's been said that there's 6,000 different languages on earth, and it's also been said there's about 6,000 different denominations. I mean, everybody got a different denomination these days. But this guy says he is going to be the unifier of the church. Uh, so he's going to remove all the walls and everybody is going to come into the one world religious 
or one world religion or the one world church. Next scene. I'm back in the field again. There's a hovership like before descending. I have now now here it is. This is telling you exactly what it's gonna be like when these aliens reveal themselves. There's a hovership like before descending. I have a small radio in my hand and the announcer is saying, They have arrived. They are friendly. They are here. I begin shaking uncontrollably because I know they are demons and they are not friendly. So this is the great deception arriving. That's the way it's going to arrive. These spaceships are going to come down, basically pop the hatch and say, here I am. Then I hear God's voice from heaven say, be not deceived. When you hear these signs come to pass, the delusion has begun. Okay, there's something real important here. Be not deceived. When you hear these signs come to pass, the delusion has begun for the Antichrist's ascension to his final position to power. Again, I said ascension. Ascension is not coming down. Ascension is rising out of the bottomless pit. That's where he is right now. The delusion has begun. So when we see these spaceships come down, and I never knew this, but that may be also part of when Revelation 6, 1, I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. It may be that that is also the time when the aliens come down and that is part of them deceiving the people to be prepared to bring the Antichrist in. Let's go back and read that. Be not deceived. When you hear these these signs come to pass, the delusion has begun for the Antichrist's ascension to his final position to power as ruler of your world is upon you, is almost here. This delusion shall deceive many and bring false hope, for many shall believe the lies of the Antichrist and only realize too late that they have been deceived. I'm telling you, this deception is going to be a big one. It's going to be a good one. The Father sent it. He sent it to all of the people that would not receive Jesus. She said the same dream, the same words, all three times. Had this dream three times wrote, exactly the same dream, same words, three times wrote. Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. I'm telling you, I believe this of God. I also knew somehow in this dream that some of these taller people, these giants throughout history, were a hybrid of fallen and human. Well, again, what did Matthew 24 say? In the days of Noah, so all shall the coming of the Son of Man be. What were going on in the days of Noah? The sons of God came down, made with the daughters of men. Same thing, same thing, same thing's happening. They're allowed to be in the public side to give warning to those who knew of their existence. They're reminding them that they were being watched in their every action observed by these hidden forbearing men and women, giants of brawn and stature. Also, somehow knew that the only way out for any of these people would receive Jesus for once committed to the fallen ones, the Nephilim, to Satan, it was supposed to be for a lifetime commitment. If you've not accepted Jesus... You better be getting after it. And it just takes a few simple words. Say, Jesus, be my God. Show me salvation. How do I find you? It doesn't have to be some official prayer. What you do have to do is start seeking. Bible says, all those that seek me shall find, seek me with all their heart shall find me. Problem is, as many people out there just have never taken the time to seek out Jesus. 
Yeah, they're taking time to read the Bible, go to church. They just they don't need that. The problem is when they need it, it's going to be really hard to find. If you want to have food in the trouble ahead, this is actually a loaf of bread that I made. Cut that into 14 slices. That feeds one person for one week. I recommend you go to josephskitchen.com, get a machine package, which is all the gizmos you need to take the wheat berries, and you make whole wheat bread. Wheat berries, 30 seconds. you got flour. Two hours and 20 minutes later, you got a nice hot steaming loaf of whole wheat bread. So then, after you get the machines package, you have to decide. you want supplies or food enough for one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year? And I calculated it up. If you put all those together, this is just how cheap it can be. So you get a machines package, $620. Then you order six people one year, $3,700. So you divide that $4,320 by six. That's about $720 a person per year. Most of the other freeze-dried, your long-term storage, emergency food places out there, they're selling it for around nine or $10,000. For one person, one year. You got that? Nine or ten thousand dollar, one person, one year. Joseph's Kitchen doing it, and the ballpark around thousand dollars. And if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, we're going to send you to CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Telling your Prophecy Club, <clears throat> hey, love Prophecy Club people because they're informed. And I also want you to go to this. I can't say the words on this page. You have to look. So you go to this location. And then you search these three words. Watch the water. I'll say those words. And you watch this guy, and he's going to tell you, and apparently he is very convincing based upon the people responding. What he's saying is they are already putting poison in the tap and in the bottled water, and Leslie confirms that with a prophet she gave back in 2011. She's not going to be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. So if you want to get a Berkey water filter, you go to prophecyclub.com, you click Berkey's. I recommend at least you get this one. This is the, the the big Berkey. A lot of people are getting the Imperials in here. I have the Crown Berkey, which has eight filters. It's enough to filter water for a whole neighborhood. And I want to remind you, this is what the ships look like off of China. So a lot of the things that we are expecting to be coming from China... Not coming. They're still in a big lockdown. I just watched Fox News last night. Still, they have locked down China. <laughs> they aren't even making a lot of the computers, a lot of things. They've just stopped China from moving. That means it's going to affect us. If you think about getting an EMP shield device so your car will start or your computers in your home will not be corrupted or fried the computer chips when there's some kind of an EMP blast or a suitcase nuke, then we'll send you to empshield.com. And if you enter the promo code PROPHECY, you'll get a $50 discount, and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.